Hello again. Welcome to the PBF podcast on a sunny Saturday afternoon, the first in about a month. You sound decidedly sunny. I was going to go, God, that's, that's upbeat. Just I can, the sun's shining. I know. Look at that. We can see the mountains out there. There's a sliver of spring in the air. Yeah. The neighbours fucking mowing. <sighs> <laughs> if that doesn't say spring, nothing does. The best bit about it is the neighbours are mowing. The husband or partner or whatever is mowing and the wife or partner or significant other is just sitting in a golf cart watching him mow. <laughs> but she was mowing earlier. Was she? Yeah, because I, I saw her at the bathroom window. Question then, why didn't they just get two mowers and get no it done idea. in half the time? Teaming. Yeah, I know. I don't know how it goes. I, I thought know. it was going to be annoying and we'll be able to hear them, but uh, so far so good. Well, I could hear them when I was having my afternoon nap. <laughs> That's what worked me out. So, anyway. Did you go out and shake your fist over the fence? No, but that's why I looked out the bathroom window just to sort of <laughs> shoot daggers at whoever the fuck it was who was doing this. It feels good because there is just that, that hint of spring in the oh air. Oh, my God. I just can't wait. It's been nice and cold in the mornings, but just yeah. delightful. Days are only going to get better. I know. Numbers are coming down in Victoria. Yes. Dan Andrews is wearing his North Face jumper yes. again instead of suiting up. He's giving the suit a rest. Things God. are looking up, just like he's been to sport of a Saturday oh, with the kidlets. Oh, bless him. He hasn't. Start 90, 97 or 94, something like that. 94. He's in the 90s. That's good. Down to double digits. Right. So I wonder how far they have to get it down before they can start to one Fair back. way. Yeah. Got to get it down to our level. Yeah, um, sure. Down to a, like between tw- 10 and 20. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. They still got a bit to go. They still got two do. weeks of lockdown to go. Oh, okay. Well, that'll drop. By. It's dropping quite quickly now, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so for them too. I really feel for <laughs> our Victorian pals. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Because we actually went out for dinner last night. Oh, my Victoria God. can't, but we did. We did. We never go out for dinner. No. But the good thing about it was we went out for dinner with some friends and they have three kids under the age of two. So their dinners are at our kind of time, which is 5.30. A 5.30 kickoff, drinks in the bar for uh, 30 minutes, then promptly <laughs> to your table. You've uh, basically already know what you're going to order and uh, whip the food out, gobble it up, drink some wine, and all right, that was lovely. Nice to see you. Ta-da, off we go. Home by 7.30. Love it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You're going to go out. <laughs> That's how we do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Not muck around, get straight into it. Yes. What have you got? Have you got lots of mailbag? Yeah, I've got a bit. It's been a good week mailbag-wise. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the dating. <laughs> well, on the dating, yeah, that's right. Well, uh, not dating related, but oh. Cindy, she must be, maybe she's behind in some episodes and she didn't know that Dolph Lundgren was on Cameo, but she messaged me and said, oh my God, Dolph's on Cameo. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I know. How hot is he? So that was cute. I saw a picture of him at the beach the other day. Ooh, did you? Shirt off? Yeah, I would be interested to see what you thought. All right, I'll get in later and have a look. What was it on? I have no idea. Probably one of those tabloid newspaper sites. Don't forget he's like fucking 70. So no, that's why I was interested yeah, to see no, what you think he was holding up. He's, he, look, I'm sure he's, he is. his wife looked good. <laughs> she's holding up well since she's 24. <laughs> 
He's like our decrepit guinea pig cage that's just on the way out. Yes. And she's like new our brand spanky yes. new guinea pig yes. cage who hasn't gone through the uh, the, the weathering process. Yeah, through, the, through the ringer yet. Uh, Zita, your sister, she sent a message and said um, – we, we were talking last week about Home and Away. Yes. And No, there was neighbours and it was new actors coming in. And you said, did, did your mum – Send that through because they were big home and away fans. Yeah, big home and away fans. And Zip said that's how her and your mum bonded. Yeah. They bonded over home and away. But then she said she had a funny story to tell us and didn't, didn't send the message. So, Zita, if you're listening, like we're hanging. A funny story for the podcast. A funny and story then, for the podcast oh, you're going to share with us and now we don't have it. Next week, please, get that through to That us would be good. She also mind. said that she stopped watching Home and Away 15 years ago. Oh, I think that's a lie, but anyway. Angel still would have been on Home and Away, wouldn't she? Oh, God. Shane and Angel. George, yes. Dieter Brummer and Melissa George. They were like such an iconic couple. They were the it couple. (gasps) Weren't they just? And then who was the one before that? Alex Paps. And Justine, was it Justine Clark? Rue and. Yeah, I think so. God, yeah, I was a bit, yep. That's that's my era. That's that's when I was young. God. And Bobby. Bobby Fletcher. Bobby, yep. Yeah, Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher. Oh, Fisher. Fletcher. Why don't know? Well, maybe she was Fletcher. I don't no, know. no, 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 no. Oh. No, Fisher sounds we need sounds some about updates, right. Because he was the principal. He was the hard nosed principal. Oh. Her dad. Adoptive dad. I think she he adopted her. She was a street oh. kid come good. I think. Oh, I love it. They used to wear their school dresses so short. They did, and the and the um the boys got to wear. The denim jeans, the stonewashed jeans. Oh, did they? With the shirts out as and the tie. Would, yeah, you would at a coastal... Uh, Summer Bay High. Yeah. Oh, All the fuck. grommets in their jeans. <laughs> Nully do. <laughs> <laughs> um, our listener who sent through the tale of the woodler. Yeah. The, she, no, the woodle. Of the woodle, yeah. She thought that you might have been a bit more repulsed by it. She said she, she didn't. She didn't. Um, you didn't react as she thought. She thought you'd be completely grossed out by the wordle. No, I think it's got a, 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 a cute element to it. <laughs> I think it's the W instead of the D. Yeah, I think so. W think is a so. much cuter letter of the alf- I alphabet. Think so, it's a yeah. much softer letter than the big D. Yes, <laughs> but the heat-seeking ball, the heat-seeking ballistic missile made her ugly laugh. Oh. So that's good. <laughs> We had a request for another dating episode, but we want it with over 40s. Yeah, I was actually thinking the same yeah, thing. Yeah, had a request, so we listening, have to make that happen Listening too. back. That is my, uh, I think so, for over 40s. Yeah, because so we're going to have to get some some people in here who are over 40 who are willing to tell some tales. We'll supply the drinks. Yes, You yes. supply the stories. The stories, yeah, so over 40. So that one might be coming up if we can find um, some takers. And then this is like my favourite one. <laughs> so... It's a bit of a secondhand kind of thing, right? So a listener, and I'm not going to mention names because I don't want anyone sort of, you know, <laughs> being identified. Mm. A listener, her friend is on Tinder and she has screenshotted this guy's, you know, we're talking about their profile photos and mm. this sort of stuff. She's screenshotted this this image and sent it through to her friend who has sent it through to me. So it's kind of come <laughs> it's down the third hand. It's hole. Yeah, the, right. Yeah. But the best bit is this is someone it's a it's a Tamworth local, right? So it's it's one one kilometer away, lives in Tamworth. His name on Tinder is the Pink Taco Eater. Wow. <laughs> 
the pink taco <laughs> eater. I show you this. Yeah. I, 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 look, I wonder what that's a, uh, that's a euphemism for. Well, I wonder. Okay, so his <laughs> job, you know what you put in the thing for your job? Giving women pleasure. Oh, <laughs> is he? <laughs> Yeah. He's not low on confidence. He lives in Tamworth, one kilometre away, ladies. And <laughs> this is the best bit. <laughs> I specialise in moustache rides. <laughs> <laughs> I love pleasuring women with my tongue. And look, he's misspelt pleasuring, but I'm going to give it to him anyway. <gasps> because he's doing what he loves. He is. I mean, and look. Well, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> Here, have a look at this. Got and it. he's got a very funny little cartoon at the front mm. of a, a, I believe it would be a gynecologist, I'm I assuming. Guess. And he's the he's the doctor. He, well, he's the pink taco eater. He's the pink taco eater. One <laughs> pink purple taco eater. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God love him. Like ladies. I'm actually surprised he's still on here. I know. That doesn't, look. How amazing. What would you do if that came up in your in your feed? Well, you'd super like, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Feel like a moustache ride. That was the best bit. The woman listening messaged it to me. She's like, it's just the bit moustache ride, moustache <sighs> ride. That's so fucking funny. wonder if he has a moustache. Well, good. I mean, good on him. Self-employed, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. At Pussy town. <laughs> <laughs> Pink taco eater. If hmm. you are out there. Send us a message. Yes. Because I want to know whether it's... Is ha- it working for you? How's business? Uh, <laughs> how's the pink taco in your business? Yeah. Are you getting your full? Your fill? <laughs> Is it an all-you-can-eat buffet? Is it? Or are you just getting, you know, like... Dribs and drabs. Hotel quarantine, COVID quarantine scraps? Yeah. Well, pink taco eater, reach out. Please do. To my husband, not can- me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't message me. <laughs> Don't message me. <laughs> I've got a wine of the week. You're closest to the wine of the week. Oh, We're being a very, very responsible wine of the week this week. It is, it is a lower alcohol. Lighter in alcohol. It's brand it's new. I only came across it this week. Got a great label. Paradox. 2019 Pinot Noir Paradox. Is that the symbol for paradox, I'm assuming? I'm assuming so. It is a lower in alcohol. That means for the whole bottle, it has 5.3 standard drinks. Most mm. bottles, red wine can be as high as like 9. 9.5. We've had. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll knock your socks off. But Generally, it's around the 8. One. 8 mark. Yeah, around 8. So, like the paradox of life, an infinite mystery. Mm. You got a nice little voice oh, there wow. going on. Yeah. Smoky sexy, voice. Yeah. Sexy voice happening. Uh, seemingly bold, yet irresistibly delicate. This Pinot Noir is lighter in alcohol and full of flavour, displaying notes of fresh red berry fruits that develop onto the palate, leaving a clean finish. It is nice. Uh, I'm not sure where it's from, and I don't have my glasses on, so that won't surprise anyone. <laughs> The good thing about low alcohol wines, if you are trying to watch your weight, they are yeah. lower in calories. So a lower alcohol wine is a good option if you are trying to slim down. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I chose it. Yeah. So It's a good one. It's delicious. It's yeah, nice. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. And you can taste it slight. It's good. I just forgot something. Oh. Oh. We will have some Philip Shaw very soon. I was going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. She messaged me. She messaged me. Her DMs got out of control in her inbox. <laughs> Pink taco eaters on she'd, the ball. She's hit the fan, but she's she's onto it. She's onto it. So that's good. So it'll be here soon. And her wine glasses will be too. 
Thank you, Philip. Sure, coming good on their promise. What are we going to talk about this week? We're just going to talk. Have you done any research this week? Oh, don't be stupid. I have time for that. (laughs) Uh, We are going to talk. Well, we've talked about things that really get my goat. Yeah. Twice. I thought thought we'd talk about things that float my boat. Oh, things that float your boat. Get my goat and float my boat. (laughs) Things I love. Shit you love. Yeah. Oh, I'm for I'm for and, that. Uh, you can share some things that you love too. I love you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I knew that would come up. So I just, before we go into it, I just wanted to say clearly I love you yeah. and I love Parker and I love my doggies and I love my family and I love my friends and I love my business and I love lifting weights and drinking wine and eating good food. So many things, but they're not the things we're talking about today. No. We're not getting all uh, eat, pray, love. These are just random things that I really love. What? First on my list, these are in no particular order. The sandwich press. <laughs> <laughs> the sandwich press. So this came up this week. I have a coaching client, a nutrition coaching client that I'm working with, and it came up about the cooking meat on the, on the sandwich press. And I was like, oh, yeah, you just – She's like, I've never heard of this. What do you mean? And I'm like, what do you mean you haven't heard of it? So for those of you who don't know, when you have it, if you get a, like a Breville sandwich press, right, you buy them from bloody George wherever. Foreman Grill. Well, George Foreman Grill. Oh, are, they're different. They're different yeah, because they've got they've the got, ridges. Yes. I'm talking, you, you need one of the flat ones. The, the cafe press. Cafe press, I used to call them. That's right. Remember when they first came out, we usually make focaccia the, in there. The cafes. Oh. God. Didn't cafes just get on bloody... Focaccia and cafe presses back in the day. I'll never forget oh, my, first, my first focaccia. We're going back 20 years, aren't we? When cafe culture Oh, no, no, no. Sta- further, further. Oh, really? Oh, further, further, further. Because you and I have been together for 20 years. And I had my first focaccia, I reckon, in a cafe when I would have been 19 and I lived in Newtown in Sydney. It was the smashed avocado of the 90s, 2000s. Yeah, I remember I remember having it with avocado and like ham and I, I, my, my, my little mind was blown. <laughs> Blown. It was my favorite. I couldn't fucking get my head around how good focaccia was. I never I had imagine- it in my whole life. I'm a kid from the bush. I moved to the city. I'm, I live in Newtown. I moved to Newtown, right? Just out of home. And we, we, we go to this cafe. What is this? What is this? How do you even pronounce it? Oh, my God. And it comes out and it had the avocado. And, oh, my fucking God. I was just... I imagine what that's what Pink Taco Eater felt like when he first, when he first found his passion. Like, can we not? <laughs> not when we're talking about food. <laughs> but it is. It was like that, and it, it was, was like mind blowing. And it's almost anyone who comes from a regional area going into the city. Yeah, right. And then because was, they've um, got the jump on the trends, maybe not so much these days. Then there was like the panini, you know, panini that was like a thinner, a, a yes. thinner type of bread. And yep. God, I just—it was like my whole world just opened up. Turkish bread was the other one. <laughs> yes, it was. Remember? That was the next one. That oh. was the one. That was the one you're thinking of. That was the one that was like yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So the sandwich press, right? Useful item, and I think your mum bought us our first sandwich press. For you and I and Parker, oh. actually now we don't actually eat sandwiches, even though we loved the focaccias and things back in the day. We don't actually eat them now. That's not something we eat. But the sandwich press is so useful because you can cook any protein in it in like. Record fucking time. Better than the grill, better than the oven, better, better than, than the fry anything. pan. Fuck. I, and I was thinking, I was driving along today thinking, I have not cooked a piece of, the only thing I might do is a piece of salmon in the oven, but you can do it just as quick, quicker in the sandwich press, sorry. But I do chicken, uh, you know, steak in there, 
um, wrist-style sausages, fucking burgers, anything in there. And all you do is you line it with baking paper, rip off a long sheet of baking paper, like the, the length of two of the panels on the press, stick the crease up the back so it opens up like a book, stick your meat in there, slam the lid down, and it cooks two sides at once. Anyway, this girl that I'm coaching is like, my mind is completely fucking blown. <laughs> like, she's sending me photos <laughs> as she's cooking her salmon. Like I cannot fucking believe this. But what's funny is that she she sends a message to a few of her friends. They're all they live in Sydney in the city, and they're all their minds are all blown. It's their blown. their focaccia moment. They've that's right. All these years later, and I've been cooking meat in that thing for fucking twenty years. Like ever since we had one. It's an amazing thing. The other thing you can even do in it is reheat stuff in it. Like you can reheat pizza in there. You just need to get – because they have a little thing where you can pop the lid up a little bit. You can. They've got little notches. Little notches, right? So you can reheat. You just put, again, baking paper, put your piece of pizza in there. It will heat up. Just have it so it's not pressing on the pizza yeah. so it's hovering above it. I've cooked chips in there, like for Parker. Have just, you? Yeah, get a potato. I have. Um, get a potato, cut it into discs, like mm. a crisp, microwave them till they're tender, put them in, drizzle them with oil, slam the lid right down on them. They're crisp up like you'll be amazed. You can cook fucking eggs on them. You, I know you don't eat eggs, but you can if you want to. You just spray it with oil and cook I've a done it egg with on eggs. It. Yeah, with the and, and you get the rings. Can do like this thing is like if, if you're if you've got a kid who's moving out of home or you live in a share house or something. There's not much going on in the kitchen thing. Get yourself a fucking sandwich press. I did vegan sausage rolls in it the other day. Yeah. Did you see that? I just defrosted them and then I put it in this prop lid up. They toasted up, cooked up beautifully. It's a marvelous bit of kit. It's amazing because I think that people fill their kitchens with all this shit. Stuff that's not very, very useful at all, like no. once, once a blue moon. What's the most unuseful kitchen item? Well, to I me, reckon it's the juicer. Yes. That's what I reckon. People, But people who juice every day will, are going to say different, obviously, but it, juicing every day is just too costly well, for my me. My question then is who juices every day? I don't Because I reckon none. Not many, if any. I mean, you know, I would love to because I love fresh juice, but like. We had a juicer. We had one of the big impressive ones too that did the pulp. And, yes. Yeah. And it's great. And when you do it, it's fantastic. But the it, the cost it's of half the veggies the, it's, alone. And it's the, the size of a back end of a bus. Yes. And where the, are you storing this? And the pulp it punches out. Oh. Like I was freezing it, trying to use it in soups and stuff, but it gets away on you. Like it's like the fucking blob. Like there's more and more and more of it. There's only so much carrot and fucking celery pulp you can Using I things. know. There's nothing better than a fresh juice. I'll no, grant I you that. I fucking love it. But I just think the place for it, when you're doing it on a personal basis, it's more for a commercial thing. Go yeah. to your cafe and get a fresh juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to sure. somewhere that's doing it in commercial quantities. It'll save you in the long run. Yes, yes. So to me, it's the juicer. Is the is the is the one you don't need? Yeah. yeah. See, people are into these air fryers now. They are. And I bought one. Doesn't surprise you. My mum's bloody into it. She's got two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, I bought one and I used it for a week and I gave it to my sister. I got to her house last week. I'm like, that is sitting on the bench. I'm like, you use that thing? She's like, every day. They love it. And I went to Haley's house the other day. She's like, oh, you got an air fryer? I'm like, uh, no, I got I got no kitchen appliances. I have an oven, a sandwich press, and a stick mixer. That's all I have. Stick mixer to me is a very underrated item. Oh, it's, you like, can do so much with a stick mixer. That was the only bit of kit that you my mum sent me off when I the made my way mixer. into the yeah. big bad world. Yeah. God, we go through stick mixers, don't we? Yeah. This one's a good quality one we've got right now. I try to get the good ones. Yeah, because we really hammer them. <laughs> I use them for fucking everything. Soups, they're so good. But sandwich press, sandwich press. If you're not cooking protein in a sandwich press, 
you're a you're chump. an idiot. Yeah, you're a chump. You got to you got to change the way you're doing things. And you don't need oil. You can spray it a bit, but you don't need oil. And it doesn't dry out chicken breast. It stays all lovely and moist <laughs> in there. All right. <laughs> Good, it's a good thing. <laughs> Only second, I reckon, mm. back on to not useful kitchen appliances, mm. the Thermomix. Oh, fuck. That many people have them. Remember we had that Thermomix day? Well, Did you day. have a demo here? Yeah. I wasn't here. Oh, well, I had I didn't here. sit there and do it. No, you weren't. You would have been in your office. But I had the lady come because everyone was raving about them. I'm like, okay, well, let's have a fucking look what it is. In my opinion, it's just a food processor that, does, that can cook a bit of stuff, right? But the thing about it is... You, you can't put the shit in there in the morning, go to work and come back and it's done for you. It's not you, like a bread Which is what I would bread ex- maker. Which is what I would expect for the yeah. price. And when I asked the lady that, I'm like, so can you just put it in? And she goes, oh, no, you put it in and then you can bath the kids and rah, rah, rah. And look, look, I can do that with a fucking oven or a stove. <laughs> like, I can do that with a fucking microwave. I, like I, have, I have a theory about the Thermomix and the people who rave about them. Mm. And they're trying to save face. They've paid all this coin... Yeah, and they can't, you know, and I understand it too. Yeah, it's the same with you, di- same with the Dyson vacuum. Yes, exactly. You've made a real ass out of yourself Ex- by buying. You've it got and, it home and, and, and you've all gone, that money on it. Oh, <laughs> I would expected something better. I remember, but then they go. The only option to me now <laughs> is to, to rave, rave about, about it. it. That's right. That's right. And bang on and on and on and try and dupe <laughs> as many other chumps <laughs> so they don't feel all alone. Mm. That's what I think it is. Remember I borrowed my sister's. She had one of those Dyson stick backs and I borrowed it. And I'm, I'm vacuuming away. I'm like, yeah, I'm no shit. You've got to hold the trigger in with your finger. Like to, you've got to hold. Like you don't just switch it on. You, hold, you just hold it. So you hold it while you're back. And I said, Oh, her, you give yourself RSI. That's right. I said to her, I go, is that right that you have? She goes, yeah. I go, that's ridiculous. She's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you get used to it. You get used to it. Oh, it's the best vacuum I've ever had. Any, you know, any I said, appli- you have to say that. You spent a fucking $1,000 on it, mate. Any appliance yeah. where you have to, and, and this is any purchase. Yeah, it is. It's where true. you have to utter the phrase, yeah. oh, you get used to it. Yeah. Is a fucking dud purchase. Yeah. I think the Thermomix is good for people who do not know how to cook. Like, I'm not saying I'm a great cook, but I'm definitely not afraid to get down in the kitchen and just fucking have a crack. I think that the it has recipes keyed into it. It tells you step by step by step. So if they were cheaper... You know what else does? Google. Yeah, that's right. But I, I suppose if they were like about a quarter of the price, you might buy them for a kid moving out of home or something to teach them how to cook. Perhaps. I don't know. Mm. I think they're a big waste of money. But anyway, I'm sure that we'll get some feedback for Mailbag <laughs> next week as as the Thermomix people say no. It was worth every fucking yeah. penny. All those thousands of dollars. As, and it was and, and, as just a good a purchase as my Dyson. Yeah, it was. So, what do you got next? See what else I love? Mm. Music. Yeah, me too. I, I know like that's music. basic. But no, it's not basic. Yeah. it's uh, it's. But what I mean by basic is you assume that everyone loves it. But, but they, they actually no, don't. People don't. There are people who do not listen to music in their life. That's what the fuck. I don't get that. People who like you, like remember when like we were dating, right? Mm. You sort of go off like how big someone's CD collection was, you know? Like you go into their house and you know all these CDs. Oh yeah. great, you know they're into music. This is awesome. Correct. You know what you got? The worst bit was when you you have a night on the fucking booze. Remember you get them all out. Fuck, you never put them Go back every, in the fucking no. cases. You wake Which up is morning. good because I had a big CD collection. Mm. Mm. I've got about a thousand. They're yeah. all in storage. Yeah, well, God, I don't know what you do with them now. But 
I'm not getting rid of them. They're like children. CDs are like children. Music is like children. You can't get rid of them. Well, you're not getting rid of it. You can, you've got it on your phone now. Doesn't no, It's not the same, Samantha. What are you going to play it in your CD player? No, I just like the fact that it's a... What? <laughs> I, I, I understand. I understand. But I just think... I can't see the point in hanging on to it. It's like hanging on to DVDs. I can't. I just think that's well, DVDs is a different Clutter. thing because I'm not a movie person. Well, that's true. We don't that's have true. DVDs. The only sure. DVDs I have that I keep music. are music concerts. Mm, mm. But why I love music so much is that it obviously it, it could change your mood mm. in a fucking heartbeat. And my, listen, my happy fucking songs playlist during the midst of COVID <laughs> was proof of that. You remember where you were in time when you listened to it? There's not a song out there that you don't listen to, well, that you love. That you don't go, fuck, I remember being X amount of years, yep. however many years old, yep. listen, in love with whoever, <laughs> you know, or, or you went on holiday somewhere. Songs are so fucking incredible. But then I don't understand that there are people out there who literally don't listen to music. Well, I, I can't understand it. I, I did just it, – I'm not wired that way. Yeah, or live music, you know, like <sighs> – how I was thinking about today about the, like all the concerts that we've been to, all the concerts that I've been to in my in my life, and the first one was Johnny Farnham. Oh, good one. I reckon the second one was either Bros or In Excess. It was around the same time, but they went like that. Imagine Johnny Farnham, Bros, In Excess. That's about the time. I'm, I'm saying, look, about there. It is the eighties we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. But like every time you see someone live. How um, well in awe you are, obviously. Yeah. But how like lucky it's you feel? To, a, how lucky yeah. you feel to have seen that artist live? I remember when we saw REM, mm-hmm. you know, and I really didn't have any interest in REM. Like no. I, I wasn't a huge REM fan, but after that concert, I was like, oh my god, Michael Stipe's like convert. the most fucking completely converted me, most yeah. enigmatic fucking incredible man. The fact that people don't go and do this stuff or yeah, don't I, want to spend money on this stuff is really fucking bizarre to me. It, it blows my mind. It's one of those things. I, I, I just don't get it. REM was my first concert too. So there you go. It was my first concert and it was my first concert with you, us together oh, as a couple. Oh, that's cute. So there you go. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I didn't think we'd been to a, a proper a proper oh, concert. Oh, we went to Livid. Oh, yes, we did too. Yeah. That was a festival though. Yeah. Which was a bit. Powderfinger. We saw Powderfinger and Oasis. Did we see Oasis? Yes. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen Oasis before though. Yeah, you'd seen Oasis before. And I'd seen Oasis before. Yeah. But yeah, we'd been to, we did go to live it. Which was, it was, what wasn't silly, but I had a VIP pass. terrible, yeah. And you didn't have a <laughs> VIP pass. How bad is that? And so I couldn't go into the VIP area with yeah. its own bar and yeah. own toilets yeah. without you. Yeah. So, and it was what just. What was the point? <laughs> what was the point? And I we know. got there early. We weren't old. Mm. We felt it though. Oh, you, would, you would have been, well, you would late, have been late, late 20s, 20s and late I would 20s. have been mid 20s. Yeah. Early to mid-20s. But it just felt like people were so young. And they were all like, it was the, the you know, sort of shirtless with the Australian yeah. flags on the back. Yeah, and it, was early, how, it was early 2000s. You know how so, they did all that? Yeah. Like have it wearing, it, wearing the Australian um, cape. flag as a cape. It would have been 2002, 2003. Geez. So we left. We got a pass out and went and found a little bar. Oh, we did. <laughs> and then we, had a, we, have, we would have had like a, you know, like a good bottle of wine or whatever We had bar. an afternoon session at the bar yeah. and then walked back and saw Oasis and Powderfinger. We they were the only did. two that we went and saw. They really were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was amazing. That's so cool. My first one, I wanted to see Madonna. Uh, have you seen her live? No. 
Uh, I love Madonna. Yeah. And I didn't. I was 13 and mum and dad just refused. Well, I, what do they was, think? What, oh, too sexual? Were you going to corrupt? So yeah, sexual. I never get it. I've never forgiven them for that's it. A, yeah, that's right. Like, that I've was a bad never, decision. Greg and I ever bad. Yeah. Forgiven bad them for that. Not, not to ever see her in her prime. Too. Yeah. Yeah, in her prime. Fuck. Because yeah. she did come a few years ago and I said. She's but as I old just, as our mum. I just don't think. She's she's gotten a bit oh she's a bit crazy now. Yeah, yeah. She's gone a bit mad. Yeah. Is there anyone that you wished you'd seen that you haven't seen that listen is maybe dead now or just let me get a wine and do a wee though while you think about it. You ponder that. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong sound effect. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Top and tail it with the wrong sound party, effect. Party time. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about who you'd wish you'd seen, you seen or, yeah, or you yeah, haven't yeah. seen yet. Yeah, yeah, or you, you may never get the opportunity or you will never get the opportunity to see now. Yeah, Madonna is probably the one. And like I said, I'm still pretty Thanks, dark. Greg and I'm, Noah, yeah, yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm still fairly dark about that. Yeah. I just, I just think there was no reason not to. To go apart it from it their concern, she was yeah, just sexual, correct. And that's, that's yeah, it's it's, it's annoying, hey, because yeah, it's really annoying. Like, what does she think is going to happen? Yeah, she's going to seduce what, you. What am I going to turn gay and like be a backup? <laughs> I just don't. I, I never got it. I felt turn like gay, going. What backup what dancer? What the fuck do you think is going to happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Anyway, mm. that one that one is a sore point and it will probably be a sore point for the rest of my Take life. Take it with me to the grave. Correct. There, there's no way of getting out this. of that. You can't fix this, parents. You've done this. No. Who else? The second one that we I, I, is probably Nirvana. I would have yes. liked to have seen Nirvana. Yes. And I and I was never a big Nirvana fan when no, they first came but out. Because they were I was, so um I was still in that pop phase. And I was I was still fairly young. I was only eleven or twelve when Nirvana first came out. So I, I, I never really got it until I was about 14, 15 and started to appreciate and grunge, the music. We've never seen that before. We no. never listen, we've never seen like men in like the in cardigans and things. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was spectacular, you know. Yeah. Yes, Kurt. Mine is Prince. Yes. God, I would love to have seen him. And incidentally, they're he, releasing a new album of all this stuff that has been in the archives forever. Is it going to be good though? That's what I, I don't know. I don't know. Is his legacy going to be songs? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he was when I was a little kid. I fucking loved Prince. Like, yeah, kid of the eighties and. God, I just thought he was fucking magic. And I loved him as I got older as well. Like I just I just really loved him. Purple Rain is one of my favourite albums. Like growing up I had it on vinyl. Which we've got on vinyl. I know. I know. <laughs> but I do like Prince and he he was a fucking he was a sexual little thing, wasn't he? He was a sexual little thing. Ooh. He was a pink taco eater. God. And a probably a, a, a pink hot dog eater as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say. Quite possibly. And the other one, uh, I'm ashamed but Incidentally, to say, yeah. he performed, he played in Australia two weeks before he died. Oh, my God. He did a series of concerts. Oh they God. weren't big full concerts. Yeah, they were like the yeah. smaller ones. What did he die of? <sighs> Painkillers, yeah. Mm. Overdose on. So bad. Th- it was all his high heel wearing. Yeah. The other one that I would love to have seen would have been, um, well, I remember once we were talking about that in the gym and someone's like, oh, you used to just drop the splits and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, like he was really, he'd be like up there dancing. Remember he used to move those slim little hips around and stuff. Yeah. Like he probably had a bit of arthritis No, no, no. He had, he had chronic pain. Terrible. Yeah. Because he'd do these crazy dance moves. <laughs> 
Who's the other one? There's a couple. Okay. Uh, Whitney Houston. God, yeah. can you imagine seeing Whitney like at her peak? At her peak. Fuck See, here's it, the at thing. Her peak because the, at their peak. Because another one, be. you could put Mariah in that in that category yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. her peak. Yeah, at her peak. Whitney at her peak would have just been fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And the other one is Michael Jackson. And I, I, I know oh, he's, a pedi- he's, a he's a pedophile. He's a pedophile. I know that, and I know that now. Oh, but oh, no. I, and, and look, I, I, I'm saying that. I from, still love yeah, his I, music. It's terrible, and I don't listen to it. I don't listen to it. But when I grew up, he he was I was a massive, massive Michael. I had my walls were covered in Michael Jackson posters. I understand the conflict with pe- with really people hard. of that era because he was so big. Mm. Like so big, it's incredible. And I was I was never a Michael Jackson fan, so it was e- it's easy for me to go, well, no, nah, yeah. he's Kitty Fiddler. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that real fans of his music, yeah, are completely torn. torn. I don't play it in the gym. You know what no. I mean? I don't. I don't. When I did my happy playlist, I wanted to put songs on there, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't because no. Listen, for those boys, you know, I can't yeah. for those kids, but. He, at the time, my God, you know, my God, he was the biggest star in the fucking world. He was incredible. And so much of my childhood was just spent with that fucking gong in the background, you know, just yeah. playing all the time. Other one for me. Yeah. And I, there's still hope, but I feel like it's slipping away yeah, is what? the Spice Girls. Yeah, sure. I, I don't oh, – oh, oh, look, I'll go see them if they come. <gasps> but I just feel, again, really? it's about – Well, again, it's about that being in their peak. And I, oh, just, I think they've still – No, I think it will will still be fine. Do you reckon? Looking at it from last year and yeah. I'm still uh, half going, we probably should have gone on our overseas holiday to England and got tickets to the shows. <laughs> well, hindsight's a beautiful thing. I know. Imagine that. I know. I'm just grateful we went on an overseas holiday last year. <laughs> There's a lot of th- I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately and I'm like, God, I'm fucking glad. we. This time last year we were getting organised. We were leaving, you know. Were well, you going to have the memories start to come up on Facebook soon? I will soon. and they're going to torture me every day when I see them because it'll be for three yeah. weeks straight of photos every fucking day. But the Spice Girls is the other one. Yeah, okay. Elton John's the other one too that I wish we'd done when he came. Yeah. Because he, he'll, he'll probably never tour again. Well, that was his end, his well, final time. That was it then. Anyway. No Benny and the Jets for me. But music, yeah, music, I agree. And there was a phase I went through probably where I thought, oh, you know, it's it, it's time to grow up and not spend so much money on music. Yeah, right. That's one expense, that's one expense though that you're happy to pay for for us as a family and, is, is live music. And then I read an article somewhere and it kind of, you know, knocked some sense into me mm. saying that it, it – it, is such a powerful thing and such a tonic and such a part of people's lives. It is. It's one thing I will never stop spending money on yeah, because it's justified. It's I great. went, ah, you know what? Yeah. You're absolutely bloody right. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you, whoever you are. Yeah. I so agree. that's one thing I won't scrimp on. I agree. I agree. I think it's beautiful. And that's why. The other one, I, I, I still, I, and we've been lucky in this one. Mm. We've been lucky to see Taylor Swift twice. Yes. I, I fear that we've seen her at a peak in terms of live and scaled performances. I did too, I did too with this recent release. <laughs> You're not a fan, are you? No. Nah. I haven't listened to it. Nah. Oh, well, I barely can. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, it's, it's too fucking, you know, folklore. It's too folks, folksy, folksy or whatever you want to fucking call it. It's just too... Down the dumps for me. You know, I, I like happy music or upbeat music and mm. and I love like those those massive shows that she did. I like those stadium shows I love. This is all too 
You don't like reflective music too much. No, do I you? don't. You don't like sad music too no, much. No, because I just don't. I was like, what's the fucking point of that? It's well, they have their place. Sad. sad music has their pl- has sure, its place. Sure, when someone dies, I'll crack it out. But like until then, I'm on the up and up. You know, <laughs> like there's enough stuff in life make you feel like shit. Then sitting around <laughs> listening to fucking sad reflective songs, you know. But I fear, I fear that in terms of a stadium show and that. Yeah, I do too. It's dumb. She's dumb. So thankfully we we saw her at her yeah. at her peak. But I guess, I'd like so. to see it again. That's the thing. Mm. But that's the thing with music. Yeah, it's changing all the time. That's right. And as you say, they're artists and they've got the right to do whatever the of fuck they want. Of course they do. Mm. It's not up to us. Right. What do you got next? Well, this is not going to come as a surprise to anyone. Mm. One of my favourite things, shit I love, mm. the Rocky movies. <laughs> You know it. Is that inclusive of Dolph? You're not going to come up later on and go, things I love, Dolph. Dolph. No, Dolph's inclusive. Yeah. And Sly's inclusive. You love the Rocky movies. (sighs) There's something about the Rocky movies. It's from my childhood stuff. I used to watch them with my dad. I used to watch them with my dad when I was little. Yeah. And it was just, I just, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what it was about it. I just fucking loved it. Oh, I just don't even know. But my, obviously my favourite was Rocky IV, obvious, for <laughs> obvious reasons, obvious reasons. I just fucking, I don't know why. And I remember when you and I started dating and like one would go, oh, fuck Rocky. Like I love Rocky. And, and you're like, do you? Yeah. It's not something I would expect. And I, the thing is I'll watch it and I'll, I've seen it that many times and I'll be sitting on the edge of my seat. I know what you do. Like what's going to happen? Oh, my God. And I'm, <laughs> d- I'm ducking and weaving and, you know, covering my eyes. and Generally, uh, and, 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 and sometimes Adrian, more often than oh not on a Sunday God. afternoon, the Sunday afternoon movie is Such a Rocky a movie. fucking treat. At least once or twice a year Such they fucking bang treat. out the, the movies. So they fucking should. And you will just drop what you're doing. Oh, correct. Correct. And sit down. What is it? And you're not even a sporty person. I'm not a sporty person and I'm not even a movie person. Like, let's. I don't watch movies and I'm not into sport, but I would watch boxing. What is it about it? Oh, it's edge of your seat stuff. Well, edge of the ring stuff if you're Sammy Rigby. We actually (laughs) went to the boxing once, just a local, you know, at the leagues club. And it was all tables. There was a fight on and you were so engrossed that you got up off the table and I don't... Like literally <laughs> holding you know on what to you the... You did. You walked up to the ring, like the actual ring. And like hands on the ring. And you put the hands on the bottom of the ring like, and poked your head through <laughs> the ropes. I didn't have my head through oh. the ropes. <laughs> There may be I don't, I what, know. I don't know. The thing was, no one stopped you. No. You were like, <laughs> you were like a little blonde meerkat yeah, at the yeah, edge of the ring. Yeah, no one was like, you need to step back from it. I just, I don't know. I just find it so fascinating. Don't, I don't know. And if we went to Thailand, I'd go and watch the Thai fighting, you know? Like, I just, I don't know. I find it really, they're so skilled. I feel like they're so skilled. I know it's a bit of a meat, it's like a bit of a meathead thing, but I'm not talking about. Listen, it's very, very different from you know someone giving someone a fucking listen glassing in a fucking <laughs> pub. I'm not talking about that shit. That's not skilled, or a, a, you know a drunken fucking fight on the street. But it's they're, they're so skilled. They're going to be so quick and and they're so strong. And I don't know. There's all it's all sorts of things. But that those movies, oh god. <laughs> And particularly Rocky Four, particularly Rocky Four. <laughs> but I've I've done them all, you know. And when the new ones came out, I've gone to the movies. Gone and watched them. And I watch a movie once every decade. But if another Rocky one comes out, I'll be there. 
Just fucking love it. And Dolph, well, that goes without explaining because that was my introduction to Dolph. And in fact, that's the only movie. I didn't even know. Is Dolph in other movies? I've got no idea. He was He-Man in the film version of He-Man, Master of the Universe. Yeah. Was he? Yep. Oh, my God. Google it after this. that on my list of things to watch. (laughs) Fuck yes. That makes so much sense. He-Man the movie. Oh, he does have the power. Wow, is there a He-Man there movie? There is a He-Man the movie with Dolph Lundgren. Did he grow his hair long? No. I'm not sure. He kept the flat top. Gonna, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, good. I wasn't <laughs> sure how I felt about if he grew the hair long. I'm not, not a huge fan of that. Were you a Steven Seagal fan? You didn't get into... Oh, never. What? Who? Well, <laughs> no, it was no. around that time. No. John claude Van Damme. A little bit. I thought that... There we go. <laughs> There's the sweet spot right I there. I watched a bit of a, a cage fighter or yeah, there was street, some. It wasn't, it wasn't street, street fighter. Street, no, no, yeah, street fighter was like a video game. It was. Remember they put the glass, they kick, put the wraps on yeah. and they put the glass in the wraps. And My brother loved all those Did movies. He? Yeah, loved them. Yeah, I would just go Rocky, he loved them. them. Yep, Rambo, he loved. Oh, I loved Rambo. <laughs> 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 Spilt my wine. I love Rambo. You should have married my brother. You could have oh, film nights. I imagine. Rambo loved, he loved all those movies. Loved them. Rambo First Blood. God, I might rewatch those. Jeez. Oh, I, I, I couldn't get into them. The thing with me now, the beauty of streaming is, because I, I, I can't sit down and watch a whole movie. Like, no. It's just like, God, I could be doing a million things. I just like to watch it in, in, t- in snippets. So, <laughs> so I can just watch like 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. But I'm going to do That's on my list. Look. Rambo. Rambo. God, He-Man, Rambo. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the Jean-Claude Van Damme was. It was he, – he, I remember it because, again – Google it. Uh, it was – was it Bloodsport? How do you spell Jean-Claude? Was it like Jean? Yeah, Jean. Like a <laughs> sneen but with a J. <laughs> Kickboxer. Kickboxer. Definitely watch that. Yep. Bloodsport. I definitely Bingo. watched that. Universal Soldier. That was a bit later. Yeah, it was later. Oh, well, there you go. That's a couple. Bloodsport and Kickboxer. No, Bloodsport and Kickboxer were the two. Lionheart. No. Double Impact. Double Impact rings a bell. Yeah. Street Fighter. He was in Street Fighter with yes. Kylie Minogue. She was in Street Fighter. So Bloodsport, Kickboxer, they were the Street two. Fighter. They were the ones. Yeah. They were the ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Look at him there all pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you love? <laughs> I love houseplants. Yeah, I know you love houseplants. Yes. So houseplants are a thing that I think that everyone needs to get into. They lift your mood. They really do. Do you find they lift your mood? I do. Yes. And we, I, I find it hard now to imagine a time where we had no houseplants in the house. Yes. If I see an old photo of the house, I go, where the So bare. Where's the all the jungle? plants? Yeah. So houseplants, even if you live in a house that's like if a re- like in a rental or something that you don't mm. love, houseplants can really like create it, make it feel like a home and they create this great, I don't know, like we have them in every single room of our house. We've got them, we're all surrounded by them in here. Um, and they, you, you even have them in your office. I do. A couple of little ones. Um, Parker has a clump of them in her bedroom. She has no say over them. I just have them in her bedroom. But they create this great atmosphere. They look amazing because green is great. Mm. But they're really serene and they're not hard to look after. And people, you're making it too hard for yourselves. I'm going to do a real quick rundown of what you need to do. Go. Stop watering them so fucking much. That's your biggest issue. 
So today I watered my plants. It's winter now, but I don't think I probably have watered them for a month. In the summertime, you might water them once every two weeks. But the best thing is if you get plants and you kill them all the time, go to Bunnings and you get a moisture meter. Sounds awful. Moisture (laughs) meter. Wait for it. It has – what's it got on it? Dry. Dry and moist. Wet. Damp and then moist. Yeah. Or moist and then wet. Soaked. Got like dry, wait, moist, and wet. I'm yeah. not kidding. Or something like that. It's really bad. And the, I even made a joke with a girl at Bunnings when I bought it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> the wording. These are for plants, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But what it is, it's on a little stick, right? So if you're if you if you're killing plants, you stick it in the plant, go away, come back in like five minutes, and it'll be on the dial where it's at. Only water it if it's on like the top of the dry bit. That's all you have to do. But the other thing is, and I've given them to girls in my gym, there are plants that can live just in water, like in a jar of water, and they can live in low light. So you don't need a heap of sunlight. They can live in any light. um, Spider plants will live in low light. Devil's ivy lives in low light. And they're cutting. So you can just cut a piece off once, stick it in water. It will grow roots and will grow for you, provided you pour water over the the root system. But your mum got me into them. She did. Yeah, and her spider plants. And this house is like, that's full of baby spider plants. That's one there. I've given them to so many people in the gym. They just fucking, spider plants are amazing because they they grow little fronds and then they grow babies off those. And then you pluck the babies off, stick them in water, and then they grow roots and fucking. And they look good too. They look great in the, in the, in the circle of life. <laughs> circle of life. They're amazing, but everyone needs them. And I believe, yeah, you say that they, they lift your mood and they do, but yeah. I reckon they're good for like, like if you've got mental health issues, you're feeling anxious and depressed and all that type of stuff, get some fucking, go and buy some fucking plants. Seriously, yeah. seriously. They'll change your world. Oh, and stop putting them in the sun. They don't go in the sun because they're <laughs> indoor plants. No plants are for They don't any. need the sunshine. No, that'll burn the leaves. So they really, they need to be, if they, if they need light, in a lit room, like this is fine as long as the plant casts a shadow. You're all behind good. you, Kevin. That ivy's casting a shadow oh, yes. there. That's all they need. As long as they cast a shadow, that's enough light for them. But don't put them in direct sunlight. But they will change your fucking world. They're good. And you and you look all um, interior designy. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it really spruce up a bloody very Instagrammable. I think so. I think so. It's funny to think that, isn't it? Like, I'm just thinking about, well, I ne- never had plants in our house. God, our first house here, I ne- never had furniture in it. Your first house. Oh, God, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all lived like that. That's right. But it's a little bit less depressing if you had a little, little jar. Exactly. Listen, when you invited a prospective partner over, you get two inflatable couches. I'd like to think Look, the world. A, a, a little milk crate with a little fucking devil's ivy growing in a thing. I'd that's like- going to that's gonna turn any girl's going to go, oh, my God, this is adorable. This is it. In this modern world. It's easy, world. boys. It's easy. Seriously. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. And also your office desk. Don't do what I did and just have nothing. <laughs> an ashtray. Well, I had an ashtray. A couple of inflatable. Which is good if you're both smokers. So <laughs> yeah. it's very kind. Mm. Not Look, <laughs> makes it makes it a uh, dangerous prospect if you just have inflatable furniture. That, yeah, I know. I was going to say that. I have to throw a throw rug over it. <laughs> throw a rug over it. All right. I think we're going to have one more. What do you got? Disneyland. We just need to tell everyone about how much we love it and why we love it so much. Good. It's not just good. There's there's so much <laughs> more to it, Kevin. Disneyland to me, and and my mum. Every time we go, and we've been four times. We have been four times. Four times. Yep. And every time we go, mum go, where are you going? And we'll go Disneyland. Are you and going goes, there again? Again. 
This is someone who goes to fucking Indonesia. Bali Indonesia, five Indonesia, times every, a year. Yeah, that's right. Every fucking eight weeks <laughs> when you can. Um, yes, again, yes, again, yes, again. And <clears throat> the reason for it is it's – it is the, the, the most magical place on earth, but it really fucking genuinely is. And I feel really annoyed when people go for one day. Disneyland is something that if you decide to go to Disneyland, you need to give it days. Like you can't go. Our first trip, we did a two-day pass. Yeah. And we saw like a fucking a third of it. Of what like you could really, do. Really, of what you could do. I don't know how the other parks are set up, but in Anaheim in Los Angeles, there's two parks back-to-back, uh, California Adventure and Disneyland. And then you buy a park hopper ticket, which means you go between the two parks. And we buy a five-day pass. We go the maximum. Five-day pass for both parks. And we we literally live there for a week. And to this day, we still have not been on every ride. And we have been four times. So it's it's one of those things like... I feel like no one appreciates it like we do. I'm like, you don't I feel like it needs it. a platform on this podcast does. for me to spruik. Disneyland appreciate it. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, what, what, what is it about it? What is it? Why is it so fucking amazing? It was never on my list of things to do. Is that right? It was always nice. Like, it sure, was like, sure. but it was never. So for me, it was a, like a lifelong exactly. dream. A lifelong and I, dream. I know people, and it goes back to that time, the wonderful world of Disney. Yes, it correct. was always yes. on. And and yes. growing up, yes. you, some people went to Disneyland and they came back with that. And it was God. like, Jesus Christ, yeah, they've been to Disneyland. And you're like, you're so rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking, God, they're rich. Yeah. While they get well, around in a bat at old Tarago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my nana and granddad used to always say, I used to live with them when I was about four mm. and they used to say to me, when we win Lotto, because I used to do the Lotto, when mm. we win Lotto, we're going to take you to Disneyland in America. So that was like every night I just close my eyes and pray, please God, let us win the Lotto so I can go to Disneyland, right? So then when we went on our first, first trip, trip, I was like, "We like you're like, do you want to do Disneyland? I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> yes, I do. And when we got there... And they have the as you walk up to it. So that's the, what I was going to say. Music Never, n- not being someone, and this is from my perspective, whose ideal ultimate thing was to go to Disneyland. Yeah. When we got there and we went through, it's something different. Like you, you, literally, you literally step into another world. Yeah. It feels like that. Yep. And it, and then there's that sign that I always take a photo of, and I, I can't quite remember the quote, but it's, you know, you say goodbye to today and, yeah. and you know, you, you walk into this land and it's literally like that you walk under the tunnel and then that's that's where you are. And it's every detail is perfection. So there's no flakes of paint off anything. There's not nothing's fucking rusted or run down or fucking needing a lick of paint. Like mm. everything is maintained within an inch of its life. So, and there are people that actually go through at night and touch up and paint things every single night. To make sure it's to, spick and span. To keep it spick and span. There is not a piece of fucking rubbish on the ground. There is not an overflowing bin. There is, like, it is just fucking immaculate, immaculate. And it's the stuff of fantasy, you know, like yeah. the way they've, they've set it up, the, the streets and the shops and all the stuff and the smells. Yes. You know, like the, the popcorn and the churros mm. and... Oh, look, the castle. <laughs> the castle. That's the Disney fucking castle. Like, it's it's mind-blowing and I, I feel like I can't, I can't believe that, like, Parker is 14 and has been four times. But the thing with us is that we're not Disney mad as in we don't watch Disney movies. No. We're not into any Disney TV shows. We don't have any favourite Disney characters. 
Someone, if someone said to me, what's your favourite Disney character? Look, I, I don't know. They're, look, listen, they're all my favourite. Uh, I'm not into that. I'm actually into Disneyland. Itself. Like we got Disney Plus. I haven't watched a fucking thing yet. No, we're paying for it. I'm we just haven't. not into. We did watch the um, documentary on the history of Disneyland though. We did. <laughs> That's all we watched. Because I'm interested in Disneyland, not yeah. or, 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 you know, we've never been to a Disney World and we have to do that at some point. Do you think you'd be disappointed though? No, you- no, because it's, 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 it's part of it. It's part of it. We've been to the mother. We've been to the mother. We, we know. We know. I, I think you, I, I want to, I wouldn't mind going to one in Florida only because I want to go to Florida. It's massive, though. All of our American listeners going, why? Why would you? Yeah, why would you? <laughs> but I do. Just I think the weather would be good, and you know, I think why we love it so much. It's just an escape. It is, and it's so weird. It is nothing is wrong in the world when you walk through those. That's gates. right. That's right. That's right. And it's always really disappointing, like if we have to have a bit of a family sort of discussion or a bit of a tiff or something. <sighs> That's happened a couple of times and I don't like it. I, I'm the same. What, oh. what, what over? Like it might have been over a ride or. It was something. Or shoes are hurting or, you know. Just a bit. Just a bit shit. And we get a bit terse yeah. and I'm like, you can't. Not here. It's not, not the here. Disneyland rules. Yeah, we're not fucking having this discussion here. It's not happening. It's like, like you're like in the, Disneyland, um, mate. Yeah, These I know. That's right. Mayor McDuck is not going to be happy <laughs> yeah. with you. I know, I know. But look, if you ever, listen, if they ever open the world back up, Disneyland is, is where you need to go. But don't go for one day, please. Don't disrespect it like that. No, don't do it for one day. We, we slipped Parker through as a 12-year-old last oh, year, imagine. She was nearly 14. Yes, yeah, she was. <laughs> we, see, I'm he, like, she's very tall. Well, here's the thing now. because <laughs> they're, like, they're like three adults. I'm like, excuse me, she's a child. Oh, sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> she's tall for her age. When, when, when we can start to go around and travel again, both domestically and internationally, mm-hmm. we're in a bit of a pickle because most hotels' child policies – Children stay at free 12. at twelve. She's fifteen next next year. I don't think we're going to get away with it. <sighs> Do you well, reckon we got it? A- my dad. We used to get away with it on the old Qantas flights back in the day. Did you? Yeah, from from Tamworth to Sydney, it used to be the same thing. Under twelve, flow f- flew at a child three rate, half price or which something doesn't like that. Happen now, of course. No. I, once they're three, I think they that's it. They're, they're an price. adult. Yeah, but yes, back in the day, and we'd all be there, and and Dad would be like, "This one's look." 10, 11, and 12, and I'm like 16. <laughs> and they'd be like, are you sure? It's like, I think I know the ages of my kids. Yeah. My other thought is check in, but you guys hide, and I'll check in. Oh, with all the bags With all shit. the bags, and oh, they're off doing it at the toilet. <laughs> and then and then we go up to the room, and what can they say? It was like when my dad used to take us to the football. Like yes. the, the just the local football. Yes. <laughs> Before we got to the turnstiles, he'd always say, if they ask, you're under five. Yes. And we're like eight. Yes. <laughs> I so know. what? He could save 20 cents. But remember we did it at Honolulu Zoo. We did. I remember <laughs> doing that. And they just look at you and you're like, if you say anything, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you're tallest because my kid's tall and you're having a fucking go. I remember at Honolulu Zoo, look, two adults yeah. and one child, please. And they just look at her and child. I'm like. Two adults and one child. You give them the eye of like, don't make a scene. I do. She's already got a complex. (laughs) She's 12 and that tall. Don't make it fucking worse. But she went through a phase where she was. She was so honest. So honest. Oh, God. Oh, God. And she didn't get that whole white lie factor. No, she couldn't. Oh, God. Remember the meerkats? Yes. 
we couldn't. We were going to we, take a one year. You have to be what eight? Yeah, or something, right? Yeah. To sit, to go with the meerkats at Hunter Valley Zoo. She never got it. She was like a year younger, and we're like, well, we might take her. She's like, oh, I'm not old enough. I'm like, oh, it won't matter. We'll just tell me, right? Yeah. Oh, mum, you can't do that. <laughs> No, you can. You can. It's fine. You, you're tall. Like, it'll be fine. She's so earnest. Oh, fuck. And there has been couldn't. times where we've at, at the desk, and I don't know what – similar things to get yeah. in at child rates, and mm. she's gone to pipe up. Mm, mm, oh, mm, I'm not mm, – and I've, mm, I've, I've nearly had to backhand, backhand her out of the way. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I hope now that she gets that whole white lie because I did, it, I did it at Expo 88 with my mum. Did you? Yeah. She does get it because she's going to see a 15 plus movie at the movie. Oh, she gets it when it suits her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, but she gets a bit anxious. She's like, what if they say something? I'm like, tell them to ring me. Just ring, <laughs> ring my mum. She'll say how old I am. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like listen, she's bloody 16. Don't make a big deal out of it. She looks like she's fucking 13 because she's not. Yeah. I did. I did. That, yeah. That was the same thing. And I said, she said, you're a child. And, and I said, well, I'm not a child. Who she said goes, this? Your mum. Yeah. Yeah. I said, we'll just get a child. And I said, We've gone through the gates. Two Two adults and one child, please. And we got through the gates. I said, but I'm not, I'm older than that. I know. And she goes, white lies are okay. Oh, did she? I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, they are. Sometimes white lies are are okay. And I love how there's like lies and white lies. Like lies are bad. Yeah. But white White lies lies are okay. They're a bit cheeky. Just a white. Yeah, they're a bit cheeky. That's right. Why are they okay? Well, they're just a bit cheeky. Well, they're. they're, Because they're going to save save mum and dad a few bob. That's why. (laughs) You know, that's really, it's essentially what it's about. If it's about saving a little bit of money, then it's okay. Have we got anything else? Oh, I do, but that's it, I think. I think the happiest place on earth is the happiest place to end the podcast this afternoon. Sounds good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, good. The Father's Day edition next week. What's well, Father's Day next week? Yeah, what are we, we doing gonna, for that? We're do a Father's Day one. What I, thought, I thought what we might do is um, I might do some things out. Uh, we might do some Instagram, you know, interaction again. Okay. I think what's lessons lessons taught to you by your dad. There's lots of things that I go. My dad taught me this. My dad taught me yep. that. And it can be something practical, but it can be you know something in life or like guidance. You know, guidance yeah. from your dad. There's a couple. I'll preview it for next week. Then bit of advice that I was privy to. It wasn't directed at me. It was my brother. Yeah. And I think he was uh, maybe in his teens, heading out to a party. Yes. And uh, my father's uh, advice was: think with your head, not with your dick. Yeah, that's also also very, very good, good, good advice. That's I think good. so. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'll put the call out and we'll get tips, tips from dads, tips from dads, life advice from dads. I like it. Best life advice and then we can run through those. And next week we should have some Philip Shaw. Oh, that'd be nice. We should have some wine glasses. Oh, that'd be nice too. And then we'll have a, a prize, a giveaway. We will indeed. Ooh. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you again for your company. Thank you. Speak to you next week.